Good morning, Blue Jackets fans. Today we are continuing our run of uh, defenseman season reviews, uh, and we're keeping at it with the uh, theme of defensemen that tried hard but maybe didn't have as much of an impact as they should this season. Uh, today we're talking all about Gavin Bayreuther. That's what's coming up today on Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you the news, the stories, uh, the bad, the good, and everything in between of your favorite team on mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Uh, I had a joke in here about what something my hair was doing because it looks real crazy today. But unfortunately, uh, there's going to be no video of this podcast today. Uh, it will still be up on YouTube just with an overlay. Uh, we are having some technical difficulties on the video recording side of things, so it's just going to be an audio podcast for today. Hopefully, it'll be all figured out in time for uh, tomorrow's episode, which is uh, going to be a pretty a pretty hefty one, I think. But uh, let's get into today's episode, which is uh, all about Gavin Bayreuther, who uh, I was really high on. Um literally last off season i think um he is a big defenseman uh he's a little older than i thought he was uh he's 28 he'll be 29 by the end of next season cuz that's how time works um Previously played at St. Lawrence University, uh, played four years there, and then went to the Dallas Stars organization, played a couple of seasons there, mostly with the Texas Stars, uh, got uh, 19 games with the Dallas Stars, five points in total, uh, and then signed with the uh, Blue Jackets on the uh, 2021 season, or the 2020-2021 season, the one that was all in 2021. Anyway, um... Played nine games for the Blue Jackets, scored a goal. Uh, I thought his game was was pretty good. I thought he had potential. Uh, had 12 points in 14 games for the Cleveland Monsters. Um, the Cleveland Monsters were really good that season. I think uh, a big part of that was him and Andrew Peake on that blue line, playing a bunch of minutes. But uh, that's kind of a, a flash in the pan, I think, uh, unfortunately. Um, last season, I don't think he was very good at all, which is a real shame. I was really rooting for him to take another step forward with his development. Uh, last season, he played 43 games for the Blue Jackets, had eight points, uh, 22 penalty minutes. Um, and I tend not to put much stock in plus minus because I don't think it's very telling of basically anything he did come out of the season with uh, an even plus minus just a zero which on a team like the blue jackets who last season had a ton of uh i think oliver bjorkstrom was like minus 35 or something which again it means functionally nothing but i think to come out of that dead even is uh something that should be acknowledged if nothing else um had three points in five games for the monsters last season um but was really not as much of an impact player as as I hoped. Um, 
And I wanted, I don't know, I, just, I wanted more from him. I think, uh, I think in my head, I thought he was younger than he is. And I was like, oh, he's, you know, 25 or whatever. We've still got time to kind of kickstart his development. Uh, I think 28, I think this is the Gavin Bayreuth that we're going to have. Um, I don't know that he's going to get any better than he was this season. I mean, it, strange things have happened. I mean, look at, you know, guys like Justin Downforth, who have suddenly just kind of exploded and made an impact at, the age of 29, you know, making their NHL debut, so uh, there's uh, there's still kind of some hope, I think, um, but I'm not super confident in, in Gavin Baruther. Um Again, he kind of, I feel like he falls into that class of defenseman that has just kind of been replaced en masse by Erica Branson, honestly. Um, I think Erica Branson has... Probably taken the role that Gavin Bayreuther was going to play, which is uh, playing on that third line, playing extremely sheltered minutes, and uh, sometimes being called upon to hit a bunch of folks. Um, again, it's that kind of the Andrew Peake, Scott Harrington, Dean Kukan, Gabriel Carlson, Gavin Bayreuther have all kind of been mashed together under one player, and they're paying him for all of those players' salaries in one, uh, which, I mean, your opinion might vary on whether that's a good thing or not. Again, at, at some point, I will do an episode on my thoughts on Erica Branson, but it's not this episode. Um, so it remains to be seen whether Gavin Bayreuther will get any kind of uh, reasonable or substantial time with the Blue Jackets this season. Uh, my money is on no. But the Blue Jackets used a lot of defensemen this season. They had a lot of injuries on defense. And uh, Gavin Barutha, I think, could be... Uh, we talked about this on Monday's episode, I believe, about Scott Harrington and the seventh defenseman. I do think that Gavin Barutha could potentially take that Scott Harrington spot of just kind of practicing with the team, sitting on the bench, sitting on the press box, and uh, just kind of playing as and when is needed and being an NHL-caliber defenseman, um, if only a third-line guy. Um, I feel like he might be the new the new Scott Harrington, which, I mean, there are worse things to be in this league, I guess. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But first, I've got to tell you about uh, a new partner that we're working with, and that is NHTSA. Uh, if you're hanging out with some friends, you're putting back a few drinks, a uh, few drinks becomes a few too many, the evening comes to an end, people start heading out, you like think of calling for a cab or an Uber or a Lyft. Nah, you live nearby, you can make it home, okay? It's it's not a big deal. And what are the odds that you're gonna get pulled over anyway? And what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, or you could kill someone. Everyone knows the risks of driving drunk, the results are tragic and often deadly, but that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence, and that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So, if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe, plan ahead to get a ride, book an Uber, book a cab, it only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. So let's talk about Gavin Bayreuther's future with the team. He is under contract for one more season. Uh, I believe it is a two-way contract. Um, unfortunately, I think he has to go through waivers to uh, 
to do anything um, to get sent down or... But it's... Unfortunately, I think he has to go through waivers. Uh, I don't believe he is waivers exempt. He is not. Our only waivers exempt uh, defenseman is Nick Blankenberg, which uh, could get a little interesting uh, because the Blue Jackets currently have eight defensemen sitting on the roster. And unfortunately, it looks like Nick Blankenberg might be the one that gets sent down just because... He's the only one that I have to put through waivers, uh, whether Gavin Berrotha will make it through waivers or get picked up by a team that is super thin on defense and uh, needs needs help, even if it's a guy like Berrotha, who is, again, a third-pairing guy, but uh, it's looking like Nick Bikenberg is going to be the, the way out, the, the way out, the odd one out, and for better or worse, Gavin Berrotha will be with the team in the start of the season. Um, I mean, he could surprise everyone, is the thing. He could turn up and be a completely different defenseman in uh, in training camp. Um, I don't think it's super likely, but again, strange things have happened. Um, we talk again about Justin Danforth, just making his NHL debut at the age of 29, making an impact on this team, could very reasonably be on the opening night roster this season so you know it's not out of the realm of possibility that Gavin Berruther could turn up and uh, play for example uh, Andrew Peake out of a job um, that I think is is the real thing it's going to be Berruther and Peake for that sixth spot um, because like I said for, for better or worse the defense right now is Warensky, Gavrikov, Boquist, Bean, Branson. And one of Blankenberg, Peak, or Beirut. I would like it to be Blankenberg. I think he is the most reasonable choice. I think he's the choice that has the most uh, growing to do. I think we haven't even seen, you know, the start of his NHL development yet. Uh, I think, yeah, he's a smaller guy, but I think he's better than Peak and Beirut. Um, unfortunately, waivers means he will probably be spending some time in the AHL. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, we'll talk about this in the Nick Blankenberg episode that is coming in a couple of weeks. Uh, but back to back to Kevin Berruther. He's a UFA after this season, so I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they maybe do just throw him on waivers. If he gets picked up, he gets picked up. Um, I think either way, he's, he's not going to be a Blue Jacket next season. Uh, so the 20... 324 season I don't think he's a a blue jacket um just because they don't they don't have room uh next off season they've got to resign Vladislav Gavrikov uh they've got to resign Igor Chinakov they've got to do something about Gus Nyquist whether he stays or goes um Alexander Texier is an RFA it's all getting a bit crowded out there um, in the Blue Jackets cap situation, which, again, is it is what it is. Um, I think you sometimes have to do that. You have to pay guys like Orensky $9.5 million. You have to pay Johnny Gaudreau $9.75 million. You know, it's... Teams have done more with worse cap situations, in my opinion. Um, so it could be a case of hey, we can keep Bayreuther for cheap, let's do that, let's, you know, let's move on from another guy, but with him being, you know, 28, with him being, coming off a, a not great season, honestly, and uh, with him being a UFA as opposed to an RFA, I think 
I think he's the one that, that goes. I think they probably... I, th- I think they've re-signed uh, Gavrikov. I think that's a no-brainer, personally. Um, and honestly, if they had to choose between Peak and Beirut, though, my money is on them going with Peak. Younger, better, more team control. Um, so we'll see if Gavin Bayreuther finishes the season as a Blue Jacket and, and walks. Maybe they can flip him at the deadline. Who knows? Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, his future with the team, whether they should maybe keep him around or not. Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even things like golf. Uh, The NFL started up last weekend. I think it was just the preseason, but if you want to put money on that, then uh, you can do that at betonline.net. They continue to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They've got you covered for all of that. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today because Bet Online is where the game starts. And uh, where this section is going to start is uh, Gavin Bayreuther's future with the team. Uh, because I do think, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, there is a, a world in which. The Blue Jackets re-signed Gavin Bayreuther to basically the same contract that he's on right now, which is a, uh, a two-way contract, uh, 7.50... Oh, no, it's a one-way contract, excuse me. Uh, it was two-way last season. It is one-way this season. Uh, he's going to be making three-quarters of a million dollars. Um, I could see him signing basically the same contract, honestly, um, for maybe two years just because... It's good to have experienced defensemen. Um, I don't necessarily think that there's a need for a guy like Evan Bayreuther, but I could see Kekalainen doing that, um, especially, you know, he's a guy that's not afraid to throw his weight around. Um, I said earlier he was a big defenseman. He's not huge, six, uh, six one, 200 pounds, um, big enough to hold his own, but I don't think he's going to have the same impact as, say, an Andrew Peak or a Gabranson. And again, like, your opinion may vary on whether you actually need those kind of guys on the team, but I personally don't think you need someone to fight and cause problems on purpose, but it is what it is. Um, and the other thing as well is uh, even if you look at those six defensemen, um, which, you know, I didn't even talk about David Juracek, who could make the team out of training camp. Uh, he signed his entry-level contract. Um, you know, there's a world in which Denton Matejchuk makes this team. There's a world in which Stanislav Svozil makes this team. There's a world in which Jake Christensen makes this team. All those guys are on that ELC. They are all waivers exempt. But uh, there's a world in which they come in and they make... Brad Larson have to make some pretty difficult decisions about who starts the season and who doesn't. So I think, should they keep Gavin Bayreuther around? Probably not. Will they? I think he'll probably spend most of the season with the team, if not actively playing. Again, the Blue Jackets have had some injuries on defense. Um, I know everyone gets on and a Boquist for being injured all the time, uh, but, you know, I'm hoping to see him healthy for most of the season. If not, I could see them plugging Gavin Bayreuther into the lineup just to 
fill that hole, so to speak, and uh, that's kind of, that's about what I think Gavin Bayreuther is, like, at his top level, is he is a replacement level defenseman who will cope okay with being on the ice. Um, I don't think he should get a full-time position. You know, if he plays more than 40 games this season, I will be extremely shocked um, because I just don't think... I don't think he has panned out the way the Blue Jackets were hoping or the way I was hoping, honestly. I watched him play... It would have been two seasons ago now and was like, hey, this kid's good. Let's get him in the lineup. Let's see what happens. Blue Jackets are super thin on defense. And then, you know, obviously between then and now, the Blue Jackets picked up Adam Boquist, Jake Bean, David Yerichek, Denton Matejchuk, and Nick Blankenberg. And so all of those guys, I think, are better than Bayreuther or have the potential to be better than Bayreuther. So unfortunately, I think he's... Like Scott Harrington, uh, like, obviously, Gabriel Carlson, who signed with Washington, like Dean Kukan, who went back to Switzerland. All of these guys, I think, um, just have been played out of the lineup, and that's not necessarily their fault. It's just that the Blue Jackets have managed to pick up guys that are above them in the depth chart. You know, we're talking guys like Boquist, who is kind of our Seth Jones replacement, I think, you know. Um, picking up David Juracek in the draft was... Uh, incredible. I for sure thought he was going to go fifth, that the Blue Jackets would draft a forward, uh, you know, a Conagotier or a Matt Savoy or, you know, one of those guys. But uh, the Blue Jackets have picked up a lot of good young defensemen and, you know, since signing Beirut to that extension uh, two years ago. And that's kind of a shame because, like I said, I liked Beirut's game. It just, I don't think he's been able to elevate it to where it needs to be to be a full-time NHL player. And so, again, I could see him doing the Scott Harrington role. I think he would be a perfectly fine Scott Harrington type player of, yeah, if someone's injured, we'll just plug right Beirut in for a couple of games or someone gets suspended, someone gets COVID, someone is sick, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, that's, that's where I'm at. With, with Beirutha, which is, again, a shame. Uh, I feel like I said that already, but it is, because uh, I wanted to see him succeed, and unfortunately, I think he just isn't going to be able to do that for the Blue Jackets. Um, I didn't come up with a, a letter grade for Beirutha, um, but I think I'm going to have to give him... Man, I think I'm going to have to give him my first D of the season. I think he, he had such a strong season the season before and just didn't didn't do what we needed him to do with it so I think uh, he gets a D for not living up to I guess potential or expectations or anything like that uh, so sorry Gavin but that's that, that is my grade for you and uh, that's what I've got for today uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing a weekend episode we're going to be talking all about Zach Wierenski. he's next up on our defenseman season review list, and I have got lots and lots and lots of things to say about Wierenski's game and uh, his first season away from his partner Seth Jones. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, thank you once again 
for making this your first listen of the day every day. I am uh, available on all podcast platforms, also over on YouTube. Hopefully we'll be back with video tomorrow, uh, and hopefully the uh, the recording software will have worked out any of the problems that it's having, but I can't, can't promise anything, but we can all hope. So uh, back to video tomorrow, fingers crossed, and uh, until then, make sure you stay locked on.